Hello and welcome to Phoenix Vision. I'm Jess Farmer and I'm really happy to introduce my good friends Ezra Nahamari and Mike Malone who is co-hosting on the podcast. So we are interviewing Ezra who runs a fantastic lifestyle brand called Inease which helps people get back to truly owning their lives. We go through Ezra's story, what holistic health means to him, the concept of the legacy as well as self-esteem. What is it and what people can do to start raising their self-esteem we also talk about ezra's supplemental company which is putting out high quality supplements that are organic into the world to help people with their health so i hope you enjoy this episode with ezra nahamri Hello and welcome to Phoenix Vision. I'm Jess Farmer and here today are we, as in me and my new co-host Mike Malone, are interviewing our good buddy from the Czech Academy, Ezra Nahumuri. Uh, mate, I'm really sorry. Is it Nahumuri? <laughs> Nahumuri. Nahumuri, yes. Okay. Yeah, brothers. <laughs> welcome on board, brother. How you doing? You yeah. Good? Yeah, doing great. Nice to see you guys. Long time no see, right? Yeah, yeah, too long, too long. Too long, too long. So uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of an introduction. So uh, Ezra runs a fantastic lifestyle brand, In Ease, which helps people get back to truly owning their lives. He's got a very interesting history that would be great to get into a little bit, having been a pro football player, a sergeant in the army, as well as the other side of the coin, an organiser of electric da- dance parties. So rad. <laughs> Ezra and Mike met on our first year in the Czech Academy and went through a lot of the education together and yeah, became good friends uh, within the Czech tribe. So yeah, I guess just to, to kick things off with a question, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your story. Can you give a rundown of your journey into holistic health as well as general your general life journey? As I know it's pretty, pretty interesting story. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, my name is Ezra. I'm uh, 43 years old. Uh, my father is from the Moluccan. That's an island in Indonesia. And my mother is Dutch. Uh, I was raised, my father was a, uh, in the army. So my education was a little bit uh, hard and with hierarchy and everything. And my mother was more insecure. And that also, I tell that because that was also how uh, I am conditioned. Um, At age 12, um, uh, I was a talented soccer player. So a pro soccer team invited me to uh, come and play there. Uh, I played there for uh, 12 12 years, almost 12 years. Uh, At age 20, I unexpectedly became a father with my ex-girlfriend who I hadn't seen for six months and that turned my life upside down. Uh, after that, I made a lot of choices which were not my own. Yeah, everything is own choice, but in that moment, it seems that it weren't my choices. Uh, so I worked in warehouses, fabrics, and I was really uh, unhappy not seeing my son, a lot of difficulties with that. Um After that, I joined the army. I was a sergeant for four years. And at age 28, I was so unhappy and depressed that um, with my my life, and I decided to go back to school again after four years of study, event organization. Uh, At age 32, I had to look for jobs, but my low self-esteem was at the lowest. So not getting jobs, and then I came in a, in a burnout. Eventually, that was my wake-up call because in that moment, I was done with my old self, and I decided internally that I uh, wanted to change. I wanted to become more secure, more confident. Uh, I wanted to know who I am and what I wanted in life. And when I made that decision, things like holistic health, Paul Check came on my path. I practiced how to eat, move, be healthy, the content about it, and also with uh, some other knowledge about spirituality uh, guided by some friends, uh, my my healing process started. And yeah, then I knew for sure that I wanted to share this with my 
fellow humans. So that was the forming of my dream and legacy, I think. And after that, I joined you guys in the Czech Academy and built my brand in ease, helping people to own their lives. So that is, I hope that it, not, that's not too long, but in essence, that is my life story. That's fantastic, mate. And you know what? Hearing you talk about it is actually not really surprising for me because like the the, the guy you are like now, it, I, I would never have believed that, you know, you would have gone through so many years of like really like soul searching and being really low and depressed because like the, the guy you are now is, is totally like not, not, not that. And so it's like really surprising to hear that, you know, that's the place that you come, like came from. And, it, and it's really inspiring because, yeah, you are like the polar opposite to everything that you described that was happening within your 20s. So like, it's like the testament to the work that you've done on yourself. And yeah, and of course, there are some, uh, of always some old patterns still are there, but in majority, uh, yeah, in, in majority, I'm more healthy, more confident than ever. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at now, right now. Thank you, Jess, for uh, those compliments. Thank you. Yeah, no, of course, mate. Of course. It's just saying what I see, man. <laughs> Ezra, a question, man. What's your, what's your relationship like now with your, with your son? Um, yeah, it, it's, it's better. It's really funny, actually, because uh, two weeks ago, we reunited again after four years. So a little bit going backwards, age 20, became a father. Things were really difficult with my ex and me. Uh, 12 years of almost not seeing my son. Um, yeah, that was, was also the reason why I was really frustrated, mad, angry. I wanted to give my part of it, but I uh, didn't get the opportunity. And at age 12, he said he told me he didn't want to see me anymore, and that was uh, actually also the start of my uh, <laughs> uh, wake-up call. And four years ago, when he was seventeen, uh, I saw him after that moment when he dis- uh, told me at age twelve he didn't want to see me anymore. Didn't see him for for years. And at age 17, I saw him two times. And after that, also went down. And now, since two weeks again, we've met. And it was really special because when I look to look at my son, the way he is thinking now, it surprised me because he told me I don't have any anger. I know that every story has two sides. Uh, there are two sides of the story. And he wants to go further now. And that is the same process I've been through the last 10 years. And he was already there. So it was like a, some kind of mirror for me. Wow, this is real special. So, uh, yeah, he also played at a high level uh, in soccer teams with the pro uh, organization from age 5 till 18. I hadn't seen uh, soccer games anymore. And now I decided to uh, watch him more. So uh, next week, that will be my first game <laughs> I will see in uh, in years. And it's of my son. So it's really special. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> that's incredible. That's That's... It's good to hear that, you know, you're kind of getting that rebuild, rebuilding that relationship. Um, it, it was, it pains my heart to hear how you missed out on a lot. I could only, I couldn't dream of knowing what that feels like. I can only imagine it. And that would be absolutely heartbreaking to live through. So the tenacity that you've got to be able to still sit there with such strong shoulders and move beyond that is so inspiring man so thank you for sharing that with us that's, that's incredible yeah yeah and yeah for me like i said uh, uh, till that moment at age 32 i i couldn't deal with it i kept it for myself I was angry frustrated um yeah i actually didn't believe what was happening because i was always thinking every human being 
I believe in everyone's good attention. Now I know that also, she also, yeah, it, it wasn't personally actually. Uh, maybe it sounds a little bit strange, but everybody has this process. But it was really hard at that time. But when I decided to um, uh, that I wanted to experience more self-love and become more confident, and my son said he uh, one, didn't want to see me anymore, I knew that I had to work on myself first. And I immediately, it was some kind of feeling new and trusted that if I uh, did that, that eventually I always have the, the I, was, I was always trusting that things will be fine. So, uh, yeah, that didn't mean that I didn't have hard times, but I knew from the inside by working on myself that um, eventually this moment will come. So, yeah. That's really incredible, man, because, you know, we can go one of two ways when you have such a life situation. You know, your son said that, I, I don't want to see you anymore. This could have just sent you further down a certain path that you, that you sounded like, like you were on. And, and it could have gone a certain way that your life would look totally different today. Whereas you chose, you took the choice to actually use it as fuel and a catalyst to work on yourself. And now, you know, many, well, not many years later, it's now gold. You know, you, you, you're going to see your son, football match next week and you reconciled it's like wow i'm like so touched listening to that i got like, all the tingles on my arms and <laughs> yeah yeah and it's really fun yeah it's uh, funny because uh, that decision i made 10 years ago but before that 10 years i was actually uh in the flight mode of daily reality so that was when I, after uh, not succeeding in professional soccer, uh, I, do I dove into the electronic music dancing and partying hard and using all kinds of, of drugs and ecstasy, everything to escape daily reality. But after all, when I, if I didn't, if I hadn't do, done that, although the chemical drugs and everything are not really <laughs> uh, healthy for my body, but emotionally it, I survive, I think by that, by dancing and expressing. And uh, so that dance environment and those years, although the lifestyle wasn't really healthy, but on an emotional level, um, yeah, it brought me a lot of health. So uh, yeah, it was really uh, a journey. <laughs> It's, it's really good to to like like raise that in in that way because I, th I think you know the the like dance culture kind of like can get get like a bit of a like a, a bad rep through you know uh, through through the drugs and the, and the partying but but actually very few times people actually look at like the vast like positive aspects of it which are, there are like so much to, to cover you know I, I I used to party as well man like I used to be freaking great. You know, yeah, like, London, London is the place, man. <laughs> yeah, or Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> and and like I, I know um I think for many people on the party scene, and uh, I, I think for, for myself at a certain point in, included, it, it was actually a really good way to connect with other people because you know we I think we naturally are in quite a more and more getting disconnected world, you know, even though we are more connected through the internet is actually causing people to become more disconnected in other ways. And, you know, people have um, their uh, problems emotionally and, and socially. And, and I think actually, you know, um, a really positive aspect of the kind of like party scene is that, you know, you are, it gives people access to connect with other people in ways that they usually wouldn't or ways that they would might be too shy or withdrawn to connect. And, and that can actually be like a, uh, like a really, really good thing. Like, what would your thoughts be on that, do you think? Yeah, definitely. So uh, in that environment, I um, experienced um, that we were all one. So just like this, right? everybody was one, everybody was 
laughing my uh, insecurity. Then I, I uh, connected with a lot of people, had a lot of conversation. I became more outgoing, more expressive, uh, but also dancing. I like, like uh, I, I think Paul Czech also said that the old uh, healers uh, ask people, uh, do you laugh enough? Do you tell stories? And do you do your dance or something like that? Do you, do you tell stories around the fire? So expressing yourself. So I really experienced that it's a le- some way of catharsis, I think. I, I, I was also dancing, partying hard and forgetting everything. So that frustration had to go out. So after that, I when I analyzed that, I think it was real good for my uh, to, to balance <laughs> my uh, so-called uh, difficult daily reality to uh, express myself and to heal. So yeah, I'm 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 totally for that. Dancing, partying, a lot of people together. <laughs> that's great because there's something so so powerful about you know uh, a large number of people in 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 a room like really all engaging in music like it'd be really interesting to to see and um, experience what's happened like uh energetically because i bet like everyone is just harmonized <clears throat> with each other towards this one thing and and you know it's, it's i guess like turns into a really fun meditation yeah yeah man it's a bit like osho isn't it it's like a modern day modern era osho uh, group meditation <laughs> isn't it yeah yeah so um, osho's uh, dynamic meditations right yeah yeah i also done that in the last 10 years sometimes but it's 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 i think uh, that is the the essence of it to to express yourself to totally get engaged with your emotions uh yeah Awesome, man. Uh, cool. Uh, I'm uh, going to switch gears a little bit and just like focus on um, holistic health and what is your philosophy on health? How do you help your clients as well as what does holistic health mean to you? Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's uh, holistic health. Like, yeah, like the word, word says, it's, it's more whole. Eh? It's more than only the outside and what you see in the mirror and your muscles, but it's actually the power of your thoughts. Um, yeah, from my experience, I lived totally in my head. I was, like Paul Czech says, thinking, thinking. My 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 thoughts were not are out of were out of fear, uh, destructive. And when your thoughts are destructive, I also noticed that when I always used. Uh, Language, which was, how do you say, congruent with those thoughts. And um, one of my teachers, Michael, made me aware about what words I was uh, saying, which words I was saying. And when I noticed that, I was training to use other words. And with that, I changed my mind and my behavior became different. So when I coach people uh, one of the first things is to make them aware of what they are thinking what they are saying and try uh, try to uh, use yeah like you guys know um, yeah more the dream and legacy what do you want instead of what you not want uh, and then all the other stuff like yeah uh, uh, oxygen is nutrition number one <laughs> so breathing is uh, essential then you have to drink enough water. Then you have to eat quality foods, your sleep, self-time. Uh, that's important. Movement, but also being in nature, healthy relations, all those stuff I uh, implement uh, in my in my coaching. And uh, yeah, most of the times people come to lose weight or other physical goals. But when we focus on what people really want, what is their passion, what is the dream, then the, the, the physical health problems uh, as a result will 
also heal eventually. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting more to the core with that instead of only uh, training the muscles, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, like, because people look at, you know, people with, like, really, like, built physiques and, you know, the six-pack and, and all of this. And, you know, a lot of people think that that is kind of like the the, the picture of health. That is a healthy person. But uh, often, um, you know, to, to get to that place, it's not done through the, the healthiest of means, you know. Um, especially when, when you're talking about, you know, emotional health, because some of the things that, you know, you have to do to get to that place are actually very uh, tough on, on the emotions and the mind, as well as creating habits that maybe not, might not be the healthiest as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I also use, yeah, um, it's actually about human behavior. So, um, then you have to know what is human behavior, uh, um, which components, uh, how do you say it? Uh, uh, which components decide what, what is your behavior? And if you make people aware of that, then you most of the times you can see where the work must be done. It's not in, uh, yeah, you have to drink more water. Yeah, okay, that you have to drink more water. But what is it that people do not take those actions that's, something in their belief and old patterns and old conditionings. So yeah, that is going straight to the core. I noticed in my, uh, in my approach and uh, yeah, last week I had a girl. Uh, she's now for two months with me and she's really shy. Uh, she was underweight and we did some strength training uh, we did something about nutrition. And last week I asked her, okay, how's everything going? And then she told me, she didn't told me, she hadn't told me before. She she has a motorcycle, but that motorcycle was for years in the garage. And then she said to me, oh, for the first in years, without asking somebody else to go with me, I grabbed my motorcycle and I went cruising. So those things... Uh, the, the, yeah, for me, that is the change. And yeah, then the health and everything, everything together. Uh, how do, yeah, my English is not always good, but it will come. So yeah, that, that, those, that, that is more, uh, yeah, the results are there, but not only in losing or gaining weight. <laughs> awesome. Um, Ezra, question then. So, so that was quite... Um really quite an inspiring turn of events for that client um so my question is i'm trying to articulate this in a way that's simple because it's really complex in my head but that doesn't serve anyone um how do you deal with particular clients that may not be having the success stories you know you'll get the clients that will want to come to you for a certain result and they need so much more i mean how do you convey that how do you address that how do you Give them, tell them what they want, but give them what they need. Uh, I think uh, everything has to do with uh, building a, a strong relationship. Uh, I think that is the first thing that has to happen because I can have all that kind of knowledge. But if there's no bond between us and I'm not sharing also my part and my challenges and my, my stories that will not open them up. Um, yeah, I had a lot of people in the past that I wanted to change that my desire that they wanted to change was bigger than their <laughs> desire to change. Uh, so that was really difficult. So now I try to do my, uh, how do you say it? My, 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 uh, my first interview with them. I want to get uh, the commitment, uh, uh, a better commitment that they want to change. Uh, but how, yeah, most most of the times, uh, yeah, when they uh, want to uh, change something, Anna, I, I do it differently. Uh, I noticed that when I educate more, uh, that they understand why I am doing the things, although they don't like it or they don't want it. 
So that is something. And some, but sometimes I just go totally in their want, but I do it like a kind of uh, I don't know how to say it, but uh, like a Trojan horse. I am uh, <laughs> I'm not telling stuff, but I for for example, somebody wants to do heavy lifting, but they are totally exhausted. Uh, yeah, sometimes I do those that heavy lifting. Okay, we do we do that. And then they notice they are totally exhausted. And then I say, okay, but uh, you cannot do it. Why is that? Because you have to sleep better. You have to drink more water. So I let them make the mistake or something. <laughs> so they experience it. And yeah, so, so do I explain it right? Is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that made um, that made a perfect sense. Uh, perfect sense. Um, it's trial by fire, should we say? It's the the good old pain teacher being being there in the background, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm not. But I'm not uh, doing it <laughs> in an unhealthy way. So it's just to let them get yeah, the experience. Of course, of course. And uh, but mo- but most of the time, I think that by sharing my own process, my own difficulties. Mm. Also now still, because I'm not 100% perfect, I'm also in my challenges, that opens it up for them that they can relate uh, with those uh, same processes. And then I notice that they are open and uh, they try. And I'm an old soccer player, so I'm always uh, was very competitive. But I also made the... um, the mistake that everybody must do that. So now I'm also learning by try that. Uh, I try to uh, live more in their situation. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I think you know, as coaches, sharing our own personal experiences and our own vulnerabilities and. You know where we have had challenges can be so helpful in in, in helping someone overcome theirs because it, it's like okay, right, you know, th- th- there can be this perception that you know as the guide or the coach or you know whatever you want to uh, coin what we do, it's like okay, this the, there can be this perception that right this this person's got it all sorted out and you know I I don't want to I don't want to share the difficulties that I've having been having because oh. I'm going to be judged or whatever by, you know, this, this so-called perfect health person who's got their, all their stuff sorted out. So I think, you know, sharing with, um, with a client, you know, yeah, you know, I, I had troubles in those areas. Absolutely. Um, uh, this is what I did to that, that helped me overcome that. And, and I think, you know, is this really funny thing that I see happen with, with the clients that, I attract and I know that other people get this the same thing you know we tend to attract clients that have already gone through similar challenges to what we've gone through <laughs> uh, but I, I find that like you know someone will come in and I'm like oh yeah I was going through that a few years ago yeah uh, so here's here's my experience here's how I kind of overcome it and, and then sometimes a client comes in and, and it, it's just like Oh damn! I'm I'm kind of still a little bit going through that challenge myself. Jesus, I, I need to like up my game here. <laughs> like, you know, mm. it's fascinating, it's isn't it? How? Sorry, Ezra. No, no, it's it's fascinating. Mind. It's fascinating how these clients that we attract are the mirrors of ourselves, and they keep us in check as well. I know it's kind of repeating a little bit what you were saying there, Jess, but I find I find it really fascinating how ends up showing us exactly where we may become subconsciously complacent and it's like oh oh yes must remember that must must put keep that in check and keep our egos in check because sometimes we can almost put ourselves on those pedestals of being really good if we're not careful um and then when those clients come to us it's like really humbling as well well i find it anyway yeah yeah and uh, yeah actually i think it's it's in teaching others you teach yourself and those some people are where I was, but a lot of the times when I coach them in, in, in the process, it's also a mirror in the now for me still. So that they mirror me still in some old patterns of myself. So I see that and it's actually 
that I'm also still learning. Okay, this person is also here <laughs> because he's going to teach me something. And it's also vice versa, of course. So it's really always funny. Always funny. <laughs> it's always having this mirror. And, and, you know, when you are kind of confronted with that, I guess it's like the, the responsibility of like, right now, this I need to be through this because in order to help this person in the best way, I need to be congruently talking to them and coaching them and helping them through this from the place of already, you know, haven't done it myself because otherwise you know, the, 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 there's a saying like, don't, don't trust a man without a shirt on his back. You know? <laughs> so, and we can only guide someone as, as, as far as we've guided ourselves. So this is one, one thing I love about, you know, the, the whole di- dynamic and pro- profession is, is that it's, um, in order to help other people grow, we automatically have to be growing ourselves, you know, and be a few steps ahead. So it's always, you know, pushing, pushing us to grow. And, um, and yeah, on kind of on, on, on that, on that topic, I'd, I'd, I'd love to, you know, you mentioned a little bit about legacy a couple of times earlier in the conversation. So I'd love to ask you, like, what, what is the concept of legacy all about and what is your chosen legacy? Uh, I think it, it is more that you find direction in your life, your purpose. What what are you here? For, what what you're here for? Um, when you know that, then uh, it's a, a it's it's a logical uh, it's lo- uh, how do you say it? It's logical that I will make more of the healthy choices to have more the energy to fulfill my dreams <laughs> the, the 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 if i'm sick depressed not feeling energized yeah how can i fulfill and do what i love so that is how i um how i explain why it it's it's useful to know where you want to go in your life and my legacy and dream like i told before when i noticed i was so unhappy um, and I was doing all the regular uh, education, the regular healthcare, the the the, the regular uh, how do you say mental care and whatever. And still, I wasn't happy. And when holistic health came on my path, uh, natural food, and my my body began to heal, but also my 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 thinking thinking disappeared because when the body was more healthy. The mind also uh, becomes more clear. So I can really think about who I am, what I want. And then I thought, okay, why? <laughs> uh, why is this knowledge? Uh, uh, is, is it more and is nobody sharing that? And then I found that it was my path to share it with my fellow humans. So that is the drive of everything in what I do and also learning to do more business because I have to have the money to buy my biodynamic food and nutrition and everything. But in essence, still helping others to own their life. That is my uh, passion. So that goes, uh, that's more important than uh, earning the money. So that is my drive. So I want uh, that my, my my fellow humans get this knowledge and those experiences. So, yeah, that's that's really beautiful, man. So, you know, I was, I was thinking as you're talking, as the legacy is kind of being like this this guiding star for 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 your life in a way. And and I'd I'd, I'd love to ask because you you kind of didn't come into and start stepping into your legacy and finding your guiding star until you're like 32 after having a lot of trials and tribulations. So my, my question is what advice can you give to people who are maybe in a job or career where they're not so like fulfilled and they might not be happy as well. You know, they may be earning some money and, you know, getting by and, and and that's fine. Like totally fine. But what if a person wants something else and to maybe find their legacy what kind of advice would you give to that person yeah out of my own experience for almost 15 years i was in warehouses and fabrics and uh i had i didn't have the strength (laughs) 
to uh, make the choice that I wanted to do something else. But I also, I didn't have this knowledge and experiences, but now I have. So when somebody, when I notice that somebody isn't happy, uh, happy in what they are doing, yeah, I most of the time just ask, yeah, why are you doing that then? <laughs> uh, but it's easier said than done. <laughs> So then I challenge them to think about, okay, but what is your dream? And I explain them, oh, what is your passion? What is it that gets you, uh, if you don't, if you had the money on your bank, what is it, what you do, what you do like most? And don't think about a career, in, but think in what gives you the more energy. So that is also always what I do. And I noticed, and sometimes this is really, uh, challenging for me because I know when I say something like that, a lot of people I coach, <laughs> they stop their job. That and and I said, okay. Uh, and then I was a little bit, uh, how do you say it? They stop with their jobs, and I was thinking, oh God, what have I done? <laughs> Someday, yeah, you know what I mean. But I notice. When people think about that and they go on that search, yeah, they, they get a lot of energy again and happiness. And uh, yeah, that's really nice to experience. Yeah. Sorry, I, 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 I can't get out of my words now. <laughs> all, all good, brother. Like. No. Yeah, like, like I was saying before, your English is much better than our Dutch. So, yeah. yeah. So, so it's just more, yeah, I just ask them, yeah, why are you doing it then? <laughs> Maybe you have to think about something else. What do you want? And yeah, yeah, that is the, that's a real nice uh, process to experience when people have the courage to do that. But I also said, yeah, don't uh, throw away your, your old shoes. You have to be, uh, use your common sense. But my personal uh, experience was when I was totally done with it, I chose not to have a regular job again. But yeah, if that is also your path, okay, that's okay. But if you uh, um, feel like you uh, still... Uh, uh, Keep that job for now, but then your flight and uh, and the, at the end of the tunnel with your searching for what you want. So, yeah, do it with common sense. But yeah, that would be my advice. Awesome, man, and I'm 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 really with you on the uh, do it do it with common sense because when I flip my job, <laughs> I just jump straight in. I, I literally just. Switch careers, stop my old job, and it's just like, right, now I gotta make it work. And eventually yeah. I did make it work, but Jesus Christ, I put myself. But that, but that was your, your path and my path. And yeah, if that is also the path, they know it for themselves. If they are really totally done with it, uh, they do. But if you're not totally done with it, yeah, use your common sense, make a plan, but then you can work uh, towards it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, th I think like when it comes to, you know, changing a career and maybe finding your legacy, I, I guess um, uh, some of it can be due to your self-esteem. So we'll, we'll ask you a question. It'd be great to talk with you a little bit about self-esteem. So love, love to hear like, what is it? What can you share about low self-esteem and how might someone start raising their self-esteem? Um, yeah, I think low, uh, in essence, uh, we do, do not have low self-esteem that it has to do with things, which, what, what happened in life conditionings, maybe also from my experience, uh, religion from, uh, those are all things in, in, in the Netherlands, we also have an, 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 an um, as, how do you say it? A, a pronouncing that, um, be normal, that's crazy enough. I think that is that sentence is totally keeping people uh, low. <laughs> because if you are different, if you think different uh, than the masses, yeah, we think, uh, 
uh, be normal. That's crazy enough. Nobody's expressing then the way they want to. Uh, so I, it it has all to do with 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 uh, belief systems and everything, and overcoming yourself low self esteem that has to do with uh, in my experience people who also trust in you and they coach you to do things go into the fear uh, go out of the comfort zone because by by doing things you will notice that things. Uh, which seems really difficult, but we're doing it and doing it a few times, repetition, repetition, rinse and repeat, that, yeah, then it's become a little bit, uh, yeah, then it's not not difficult uh, again. So I think you have to, you must have an environment with, with, with people who inspire you to, to be courageous and... Um, yeah, that, that, that's what I noticed. Uh, because it's easier said than done to, yeah, just do it. But if you don't have an environment who uh, where you can evaluate and talk about that, I think that is a tribe is really uh, essential in, in, in those kinds of uh, things. Yeah. It's... Um... It's kind of, it all falls down into the whole concept of self-love, doesn't it? That's kind of the the central piece to the puzzle. Um, and I know you kind of touched on it a little bit here with regards to self-esteem. Um, but how do you traverse the realm of self-love? Because I know for some people, that is such a minefield to kind of go through. Um, but it's kind of the real essence of everything that we we work towards, isn't it? Whether it comes to our legacy, whether it comes to building up our self-esteem, it all kind of has to come from this position of, of self-love and love on the greater scheme. Um, how is that? How do you kind of deal with that aspect? Because it can be really challenging, can't it, to kind of get people to they can love others, but they can't, or they perceive to love others, but they can't seem to love themselves. So how, how do you kind of cover that hot topic, as it were? Yeah, when 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 I heard <laughs> that word self-love for the first time, it was uh, really abstract. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I totally, in theory, I saw, oh yeah, it's self, it, it, it is self-love, but in practicing it, it was really hard to love yourself yeah it's easier to give somebody else the attention but yeah how did i do it in the practical sense i got i got inspired by um, um uh, it's also it was a radio show um uh, with paul check and uh, how do you say it? the 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 interviewer the host of the radio show there was um a man called to the to the radio show and Paul Czech was a guest. And yeah, that guy was also really depressed. He wanted to, uh, to commit suicide. He was in that phase. And then the, the radio host asked Paul Czech, uh, okay, how do you, how would you coach that guy to self-love? And Paul Czech just said, uh, he gave him an exercise and the exercise was <laughs> to stand in the mirror and look yourself deep into the eyes and tell yourself, yeah, I love you. And for me, uh, because I practiced the book of Paul Czech, I saw a lot of uh, YouTube videos and I had uh, really, a comf- how do you say it? Trust in Paul Czech in his knowledge. And then I began to practice it. So as in my home, single, nobody else in the home, I went to the bathroom and I was speaking to myself. Yeah, I love you. I love you. But everything in my, my body was ah, resistance and I totally didn't feel it. But just like we told, said before, it was with. Uh, practicing, 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 
that eventually there there was a knowledge of a, a moment that I began to experience it more and more. And yeah, also listening to a lot of uh, inspiring people. For me, Paul Check, Troy Casey, uh, uh, Joe Dispenza. Yeah, I think, and Michael, my mentor here in the Netherlands, I said, yeah, I don't have self-love. And then he said to me, okay, but um, working on your health, trying to understand your old behavior and everything that is an act of self-love already. So that also changed my, my, my cons- uh, looking, my perception of what is self-love. So if somebody is working on uh, him or herself, that's also a, an act of self-love already. So those, uh, yeah, still it's a little bit, for me, it's, it's still abstract, but in explaining it so uh, yeah but how what are your thoughts about that is that something do you get it what i want to explain yeah yeah absolutely i mean it was um obviously i know you you feel as if you're struggling with the language barrier but now that was a perfectly beautiful explanation um yeah i know exactly the video of which you speak um and I think if we can just share the link to that, because there's a beautiful like five minute YouTube video of Paul talking to him. It's incredibly good. Um, so yeah, I know of what it is you speak here and I'm sure I've suggested this quite comfortably. Um, but yeah, I think it, it is such a profound thing to be able to be in that space within your mind, to be able to kind of accept that you are worthy of that because a lot of people really do struggle with it. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's acceptance. Uh, to accept and know that you are worthy and of your own love, because you are the only person you're going to be with from the moment you're born to the day you die. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with that being said, I know you, you mentioned one of your mentors, Troy. Um, how did you come to find Troy? How did you get into his scope? He's a pretty powerful bloke, isn't he? So... How did you yeah, also him? also by uh, yeah by Paul Check and uh, mm. uh, yeah I watch his uh, uh, YouTube uh, vlogs videos and then there was an episode with <laughs> the certified health nut and uh, Troy Casey and I I like everything I say it raw I like it underground I like uh, yeah raw and natural and really direct and i was in the army and in the army the language is also really simple keeping it simple so everybody can understand so yeah just like paul i got inspired by by uh, watching uh, troy casey's youtube and so i think also for almost 10 years i follow troy and um, uh, last year uh 2020 during the lockdown i uh contacted troy in a dm and uh since then i'm working closely <laughs> with 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 troy so uh it's really funny because i have my school board here and those are my legacy is there and uh, i also wrote down that i want to meet Paul Check in real life. I want to meet Troy in real life. And uh, Troy, not in real life, but in Zooms already, I, uh, I've i met Troy. And uh, yeah, that's really nice. Wealth of, how do you say it? A source of a lot of knowledge, deep knowledge. It's really, really, really inspiring guy. Really humble. He looks really, how do you say it? Outgoing, but... He's really, he's, he's a real pure guy. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Yeah, we really get that impression from every video I've, I've seen of Troy. He's like, he's like a real wild man. Like, uh, I think the last video I saw of him. Um, so, for anyone who doesn't know Troy Casey, he's, he's like this. Um, he's a bit, he's a bit older. He must be in his fifties. Uh, or, or, fifty-five or, or, already. Fifty-five. Yeah, and he's like this. Uh, 
really wiry dude with like long hair, like ripped six pack. And the uh, last video I saw of him, he was just like doing this. Uh, he was dancing in like this, like uh, really like lovely trance music uh, outside barefoot in the sun, just with the biggest smile on his face and just like, just being so expressive with his dancing, just fully in the moment. I'm just like, yeah, this guy knows how to live, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was he was an uh, for, yeah, I say a former <laughs> a model of uh Versace and everything and uh yeah, he's he's really in, in inspiring uh guy. Yeah. Cool, cool. I know I know you've been doing a lot of work with him in terms of uh setting up a superfood company. Is it is 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 that um is Troy Casey linked to the superfood company that you've created or is it two different things? Uh, yeah. That's correct. Cool. Well, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great to know like a little bit more about the superfood company you've how uh, you set up because you know the the world needs better nutrition. So, what's what's it all about? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was watching Troy and uh, two years, two and a half years ago, and he was always <laughs> drinking uh, a green shake, and he calls it liquid sunshine. And um, for me, it was a little bit strange because he promoted, he said, a, a super fa- super healthy fast food and uh, supplements and superfoods. But I, uh, just like you guys, uh, educated by Paul Check. And Paul Check, a few years ago, still said, no, you don't need supplements and uh, superfoods. You just need real food. So I was a little bit, uh, how do you say it? That, I, that Troy and... Paul Czech are really close connected and I see Troy promoting that stuff. I thought, okay, Troy is uh, now he made a step to the devil. How can, how can that be? So I was really skeptical, but on the other hand, yeah, I know Troy's vision about health is educated. Yeah. So um, I was really skeptical, but um, one and a half year ago, I decided to, uh, yeah, just just try the products and then I also became very enthusiastic so the products are really uh, of the highest certifications organic uh, yeah totally clean and uh, high nutrition so for me it's it's uh, common sense that I can use it myself but also advise it to 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 people so uh, yeah yeah. Fantastic. What's the name of your company, bud? Uh, yeah, my company is uh, the from Platinum Purium. Cool, cool. What, it's what... it's it's in an affiliate marketing uh, concept. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll collect collect some details off you at the end. We'll stick it in the show notes because, um, yeah, I mean. Uh, I'd, I'd be really keen to try it myself, actually, because, you know, we all need a bit of a boost nutritionally. Often, you know, we uh, most people have some sort of dietary. Um, oh, I can't find the word. Um, things missing from their nutrition. So um, nutrient deficiency, that's it. So, you know, yeah, that's really funny because 10 years ago, I decided that uh, one of my core values is. Uh, I own not not only, but most of my my uh, my money I want to spend invest on biodynamic nutrition. So here in the Netherlands, in my in my town, we have a shop that uh, uh, has is a biodynamic uh, shop, and my health improved massively. But still, I had some uh, stuff what didn't disappear, and with using uh, this as an add-on, it uh, really was, uh, uh, yeah, wow! <laughs> it was, it was really uh, a great add-on. So uh, that's why I'm so enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Awesome, man! Awesome. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come to the end of the podcast, mate. I've got, I've got a couple, couple more questions for you. This has been such a fantastic interview, man! Like really, really, thank you for taking the time. Um, so last question Phoenix vision is related to creating a transformative vision of health and well-being for the future so my question is what does transformation mean to you and what would you like to transform in the future yeah the tra- transformation just like alchemy right so 
uh, we are everybody is capable to change his or own chemistry patterns conditionings uh, that means not only uh, physical but uh, on a deeper level also emotional and spiritual so that is for me the true transformation uh, yeah and my, my 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 mission and my dream is uh, to share that knowledge and those tools with other people so everybody can do that if they want to that's beautiful man a really really beautiful note to end on um yeah well, dude how, how can people find out more about you and working with you uh, yeah, more and more. Yeah, uh, my personal trainings and lifestyle coaching are really uh, local, of course. So I have a website, uh, www.inease.nl, but that's in Dutch. Uh, I'm also just like Michael, um, thinking that I also I have to go online to to, uh, to uh, how do you say to widen my scope and to uh, also. Uh, can coach internationally, but that's in the process. But I think that working with me with the superfoods and supplements uh, is also a way of connecting with me. So that's also one of the uh, the nice parts of that uh, side is, yeah, I get a lot of Zooms with people who want to use the products and I also jump on the Zoom with it. And then we chatting and we get to know each other and, it's not only about selling that stuff. And uh, yeah, if people want to do, um, uh, how do you say it? A building a home-based business and sharing these products and help people with that. That's also a way of getting connected with me. So those are uh, the things to get in touch with me. Awesome. Thank you very much, brother. Uh, Mike, have you got, got any last, um, last points at all, bud? Oh, I don't know. We could, we could, but if we're not careful, we'll be down here for another couple more hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think maybe pick up, because I know there's a few more questions on the list there, isn't there, Jess? I think maybe part two, maybe, there's so many part twos coming out. It's going to be crazy. Um, but yeah, I think another part two, maybe, maybe on the cards. And maybe we'll go a little bit deeper. Maybe we'll start going into... Uh, well, I'll, let's leave it for, as a surprise, but I think going deeper onto some of the subject matters, because I think we touched on a couple of things, but we can go so much deeper if we permit the time. Um, so no, no, for me, this is a good point. It's a nice, a nice close. So Ezra, thank you for your time and your presence and your openness and honesty and beauty. It's appreciated more than you can realise. Uh, thank you, guys. I also want to thank you guys for inviting me and uh, for reconnecting again. So, uh, yeah, man, it was really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys very much. Ezra, it's fantastic to reconnect and just, yeah, connect more more with your story. I like really deeply appreciate your time. And also, Mike, this has gone very well as a, as a first um, co-hosting. So, Thank you also for your time. Yeah. Uh, really look forward to talking next to both of you. So, yeah, much love, my brothers, and have a wonderful day. Awesome. Peace. One love. One love. One love, y'all. One love. <laughs> <laughs>